This is Small Talk with 101 ESPN's Michelle Smallman. Hey, what's up? Welcome to episode 35 of Small Talk. I'm your host, as always, Michelle Smallman. And every other week, you know what it is, PSP, the Post Show Pod Squad's back together. We're going to kick around some topics, so let's intro everyone. We have Tommy Freeze Pops in the studio with me. Tom, hey. Hi, Michelle. And Steve checking in from Bristol. Steve, hello. What's good? Just got like a foot of snow dumped on us, so that's fun. What's Uh, up, March? Yeah, what's up, March? (laughs) Freezing cold. Well, Steve, I want to start with you because we haven't checked in with you in a while. And the last I saw on your Instagram story, you were jamming out at a Mumford & Sons concert. So how was that? It was awesome. Uh, XL Center, downtown Hartford, what's up? Uh, a lot of people from ESPN were there. Great concert. Very intimate type of stadium venue. I, we had great seats. Obviously, I named my dog after this band. They're one of my favorite bands. They're great. I don't love the new album, but I like their old stuff. I'm not trying to be weird, but yes, it was a, it was a great concert. But the most, the, the most interesting thing from the entire night, and I want to get your guys' thoughts on this, because I am a big, I like solo activities. I like going to movies by myself. I like doing, I like eating by myself sometimes. Um... But the guy sitting right next to me was like this middle-aged man, um, and he just went to the Mumford & Sons concert solo, and he was having a great time. He was chatting me up, talking about future concerts that he was going to go solo to. He, <laughs> he was married. I saw a ring on his finger. Okay. Um, Maybe she's just not a Mumford & Sons fan. Maybe she doesn't like music. I don't know. That'd be kind of weird. But it kind of got me thinking, like, I don't think I could ever go to a concert by myself. Like I, like I said, I love solo activities. I'm a big movie solo guy, and I think I'm a, I'm a big me time guy, but I don't think I want me time at a concert where I have to sit next to a bunch of strangers and watch a band that I like. So, question, if you're chatting him up, did he live in Connecticut, or was this a guy that was flying in from work? Because... I guess that's the first way that I look at this. If you're traveling for work and you're just going to be sitting in your hotel room solo anyway and your favorite band is in town, why wouldn't you go by yourself? That's a great call. That is a good call. I think he was local. Now, he because the, the concert we talked about in the future was one in New York in the city, so he must be somewhere from the area. I don't think he would just fly in again to go see another concert. It was a Beck concert that he was going to go to, by the way. Oh, nice. Uh, in Beck. the summer. I know. I actually thought about going, but I didn't want to tell him that because I didn't want him to ask me to go. With him. Yeah, why don't you just um, kick him your digits? You guys can start going together. Yeah, you, concert no. buddies. Yeah, I'll just. Well, he's going to see me there in a couple months and be like, "Dude, like, why didn't you tell me?" Like, <laughs> that would yeah, be I amazing. Did that on purpose. Uh, but yeah, so I think he is local. I think I don't think he. I don't know if he's from Connecticut necessarily, but he's from like the the, the northeast Connecticut tri-state area. Interesting. Like I said, so. he's got a ring on his finger. He's married, unless you know, I don't know. I, I assume that's what. I mean, I assume he's married. If he has a ring on his finger. And uh, he, he was having a great time. He was singing along. Like I said, he was chatting me up. But, like, that's just something I don't think I could ever go through with. I, I think I'd be too depressed to go by myself. Yeah, so sit. I've been in situations where I've had tickets from work to a concert that I didn't end up going to because no one else had the same night off to go with me. It, it what ha- if it was Hinder? <laughs> no, so if it's Hinder, <laughs> I would definitely go. I would have to go. No questions asked. Um, but it was when I was still living in Boston, I had tickets to a, oh, God, what was it? Oh, it was a Blink-182 okay. from work. Oh, dude. And nice. no dude, one else sick. no one else could go with was me. Was it and I was like, Festival? <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, where, that's where they that. came instead. They, they came back to Boston to do the show. <laughs> um, and no, no one could go. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to have to eat these. And I just sat home that night and watched TV. Because I'm, well, I'm with you. I don't, it's different, though, because you didn't pay for them. True. Right? True. If I had paid, so, like, I guess I would have gone. If this guy bought tickets to a concert, like you were like, eh, I didn't really, I don't have anything invested. I don't really have to go. This guy actively bought one ticket. He to bought a, a ticket. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I, I'm with you. I don't think I could do that. Um, I love going to the movies by myself. I love eating by myself. I, I live by myself now, so I do a lot of things by myself. Um, cool. Concerts couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. I'm, I'm with you. You, you maybe need like that a collegial man thing. attitude. You know, you need to be with your friends. But maybe it's like a middle-aged man situation where, like, you just, like, need some you time. I get it. Maybe he's got some kids, and he's just like, listen, I need a night by myself. I need some time. Because, like, remember, what's yeah. that movie where Paul Rudd? But, again, he went to see a movie by himself. It's not like he went to go see, you know, it's not like he went to go see, like, I don't know, some yeah. other, you know, music Knocked up, right? And Leslie Mann got all mad at him. That's what it was, yes. I believe. Knocked up. Leslie Mann was in it. I don't know. No, Could that's a good, that's a good call. Know. That's It was knocked up. <sighs> And like I said, I'm not judging because he was having a great time, but that is just, um, I don't know. Like, I oh, just wait. feel like that's, I was sort of depressed for him, but I wanted to be more depressed for him, but he was having such a good time. Well, let me ask you this. Does size of venue matter? Would you be more likely to go by yourself if it's a big arena like the XL Center? Or if it's like a small, intimate kind of lounge setting where you're potentially sitting at a table or standing at the bar? Are you more likely to go in that setting or a big 
concert yeah. venue? Because I think I'm more likely to go if it's in a big sort of arena setting, just because there's so many I think people I'm the exact there. Opposite. Yeah, I think I'm opposite too. Really? Yeah, because I feel like in the yeah. intimate setting. Uh, you're more prone to talk to the people next to you, so you're almost going yeah, to, to socialize. You know? Whereas when you go to these big arena concerts, it's like well, you're going with your group. You know, each group is kind of grouped off doing their thing together. So I don't know. I think I'm. I think I'd go. I'm not going to go by myself to either, to be honest. But I'd be more likely to go in the intimate setting. I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. I also want to follow up on this, Steve. I'm so intrigued by you at a concert. I think you look at Tom and I, and mm-hmm. you know that we are standing up singing at the top of our lungs, raising our beers mm-hmm. 24-7. Are you a stand-up-and-sing type guy? Because I can kind of see you yeah. either way. It depends what the concert. If I'm real, like, I really like Mumford & Sons. I'm trying to think of other concerts that I've been to where <laughs> I do that, too. Uh, but, yeah, like... I, John Mayer. I'll, I don't have any shame in that at all. I'll sing John Mayer song. I'm actually going to see. I'm going to see John Mayer and Chris Stapleton back to back nights in like July sometime. I'm going to be singing my ass off. That sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, now, if it's like somebody I don't really care that much about, no, I'm probably not going to get too excited. But yeah, I was singing along. I love it. I mean, it, listen, like Mumford and Sons when that guy's jamming on the banjo and like things are getting weird, I'm all about it. I cannot see that at all. <laughs> Me either. Yeah, just like I can't see you as a cat guy, cannot see you. Well, I'm not a cat along. guy, so let's just let's just clear that up real fast. You are. Steve, so, you're full that, of surprises. That runs these past so counter. To, I am. To I, I listen. I am full of surprises, but one of them is not me being a cat guy. If you, if it, if like you just you can't be the guy. If it's like if everybody else is up and it's fun and it's a good concert and it's a good vibe, like you can't be the one guy sitting down. Oh, Just nothing's like, hey, more of a buzzkill when you're dancing at a concert singing and someone's like, uh, excuse me, can you sit down? You're blocking the view. That happens to me at every concert. You're like, come on, man. Well, sometimes, Tom, you're a better window than a door. <laughs> or a better door than a window. How does that go? I think yeah, that's I what you meant to say. Window. The yeah, second yeah. one. You're a better door than a window, <laughs> But bro. no, it's, that's the worst guy, though. The no, person totally. at the concert that's like, uh, hey, you're not Hootie and the Blowfish. Can you can you let Hootie sing? Like, shut up, dude. I'm just trying to have a good time. But the thing is, too, his name is yeah, it's so loud in there. Like, you can't even hear me sing. Like, it's not even like it's so loud that like I'm I could be yelling at the top of my lungs and you're not going to hear me. I want to transition because we get a lot of questions about updates on on things and. Tom's dating life is one that people ask about because it's an intriguing mm. subject. And because they're interested. He's Yeah. And so me thinking about us going to concerts, I'm thinking, oh, that would be a good date activity for Tom. Mm. You know, if he could go on a concert with a girl. So, Tom, please provide us and the people with a dating update. Have you met any girls yet in St. Louis? So I had a really interesting observation uh, on my end uh, on Tinder the other day that I wanted to run by you guys. Actually. An observation so that, or a situation? Um, I, It's a situation. Good call. Uh, see, I'm so flustered by this situation that I'm using the wrong word. Okay. So this girl, we're talking. I move it to the iMessage. We're having a good time. I had just been in Vegas for a bachelor party, so we're talking about that. And she goes, hey, how are the strip clubs in Vegas? And I was like, whoa. Yeah. And I was like, huh, is this okay. a trap? And she goes, no, how are the strippers? And I was like, huh, okay. Did so you, I get, hold on. Did you tell her that you had gone to a strip club? No, she just, she just asked so she, she just prompted assumed. all of this she knew i was in vegas for a bachelor party so right away well it wasn't right away it was you know within the course of the conversation it was just like how are the strip clubs how are the strippers okay and i was like is this a, a trap a and she was like no, no no she wanted to know okay so then i told her straight up about the situation because you did partake we did we went to a club called the spearmint rhino great time highly recommend it for any bachelor party looking for an affordable table and <laughs> uh decent attention from the lovely ladies. Oh, things are, have gotten so weird already. <laughs> it's a great time, Spearmint Rhino. Uh, so we're talking, and she says that she wants to go to a strip club for our first date. What? Yeah. And she was like, I, I've never been, and you know, I'm so fascinated by this. I've never been to a St. Louis strip club, and I want to go on a first date to a strip club with you. She prompted it. I didn't, it wasn't like, I mean, that's not something I would go first date. First date, I'll go drinks. Yeah. She wanted to go to a strip club. And it's not a trap. She genuinely wants to go. Very much so wants to go to a strip club on first date. So, so, the, so is the question, are you going to go or not? So that, yeah, that's the, I, I haven't told, I, so I've been kind of elusive about it. I was like, oh, I'll let you know, you know, we're kind of crazy. You might have this event on Saturday. Um, so I don't know what I should do here. Is this too much of a red flag to just jump in and be like, yeah, sure. Never met this girl before. Wants to go all in at a strip. I mean, yeah. it's definitely a red flag. Definitely. Uh, but 
That doesn't, that's not necessarily a bad thing. I would say it's definitely a red flag, but it's not like I I'm almost more curious. Like yeah, like I I'm probably you know you're probably not gonna date this girl, but <laughs> hey, who like, knows? You might as well just wife her up. I mean I I would know immediately <laughs> if she has to go to a strip club on the first day that I would not date this girl. That doesn't mean I wouldn't go though. I think you should go. I think you should figure it out. See what see what it's about. You know. Maybe, hey, maybe it does work out. Maybe she's really cool and you hit it off, um, but that would be a major red flag for the start. <laughs> but I would just do it for the story. So maybe this is because I watch a lot of Dateline, but this seems so sketch to me. This seems like one of those scenarios where this girl says, oh, I've never been. And then you get there and then you come, you go to the bathroom and you come back and she's on stage number two. <laughs> and she's like, my name's actually Ginger. Like, it's not Rebecca. And you owe wow. Me, you owe me 100 bucks. Yeah, and you owe me 300 bucks. <laughs> or she's that like, would happen to me. Yeah, or she's like, oh, let's go back to a private room and you get back there and you get jumped and all your cash <laughs> is gone. Like, I don't know. This just seems, because what do guys think about with a, with a scenario like this? Guys are thinking, hot, this is awesome. Like, yeah, I'll take a girl. To me, I'm thinking what girl really is like no i don't want you to take me out for a lovely dinner and get to know you on a personal level take me to a strip club yeah i mean i think this is like a business opportunity for her like she is she has sort of like her her business card isn't a business card it's going on tinder and tricking guys into coming to her strip club to pay her money seems Mm -hmm. like a scheme yeah, plot. I get it. It makes sense. It does. Or maybe she gets a percentage of what the dancers make that night. You know, it's like a club promoter. That would type be thing. really lame. Yeah, but how does she that know you're really a big lame. spender? It's a good, I mean, I'm a body. If you're going to a strip club, you're going to spend money. You're not just going there to to look. You're going to go there well, to spend that, cash. That brings up. That brings up the other thing. Okay, so say that. Say it's not that. <laughs> not to get say weird, she just but wants you know. To go. Okay, so let's say she just so, wants to go. So we're pretending she genuinely has never been and just wants yeah. a random stranger that she met on a dating app to take her for the first time. Because that seems like. Safe. What do you do? Do you buy her a dance? Like I don't even know what. <laughs> yeah, what's like, protocol she, like, here? Hey, she, what type of dance yeah, do you I, like? <laughs> I mean, instead of a drink. And she wants to go really to a, a female strip club. Yes. Yep. This is not like you're going to end up at boxers and briefs. <laughs> no, no. If if that have you clarified that? You know what? We haven't, but I think it was implied because we didn't talk about male strip clubs in any in any way. Uh-oh. All right, you, know, you could be going to a male strip. Club. Yeah, wait. Are we'll you clarify little... that later. That's a good call. Let's <laughs> let's assume. Kind of a big detail, but yeah. yeah. All right. Let's I mean... assume that she wanted to go to the uh, female strip club. Okay, so for for, for, <laughs> for the for sake of this podcast, okay. I'll give you guys an update if she did want to go to the male strip club, which in that case, I will not be going. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> yes. Yeah. Steve, you're right. So that for, for scenario's sake, we're, we're alluding to the fact that it could be a female strip club, even though I think there's a massive percentage of a chance that Tom ends up at a dude's strip club. <laughs> I'm not going if that's the case. Well, you don't know. I mean, you're getting the Uber. You've already committed to going with her. No, 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 no. I'm going to clarify that before. I will be the one putting the location in the Uber <laughs> that night. Um, okay, so yeah, when you get there, do you pull up right by the stage? Are you going to sit by the bar? Do you buy her a dance? I also two drink th- minimum. Yeah, two drink. First of all, <laughs> I don't believe for a second that this girl has never been to a strip club. Yeah. She's a liar. She's a bold-faced liar. If you're a girl and you've never been to a strip club... The scenarios in which you would go are not going to be, let me find some random dude on a dating app who I don't know to take me into this sort of an environment. Hmm. Unless she told, what is, does she tell you what she does for a living other than stripping on the side? So I don't know what her job is, but I do know, <laughs> you guys are going to laugh about this, that uh, her hobby is equestrian. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That's more of a red flag to me. Yeah. <laughs> Which is the, the weirdest combination ever. <laughs> the jokes write themselves. Girl that if wants to. If we're being to... honest, yeah. So if she gets on the stage, her song is Save a Horse, Ride a Cowboy? <laughs> She's an equestrian person. What An equestrianist? What's I don't the think word there are it? any normal girl. Like, yeah, I don't think there are any normal girls who are into horses. That's, that's they're all, I mean, feel free to tweet me if, if, you, if you are one, but you probably are. SJ Cerruti. But, I don't think th- I think that is a hard rule that there are no normal girls who are into horses. Adults, adult Adults. females. Yeah, I want you to like elaborate if on if this. If you're in your 20s or older and you are into horses and have like posters <laughs> and you you do that whole thing, because I know a few of them, um, and they're all not normal. <laughs> yeah, go on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So wait, but Suri, so you're saying so just if she has equestrian as a hobby, she's yep. not normal. 
Yeah, she doesn't yeah. have posters. She doesn't have pictures. She doesn't have like little necklaces with like horse charms on them. She just digs equestrian. First of all, how yeah. do you know she doesn't have necklaces with no, horse charms on them? That's a good point. She because might, they all but- do. They all every girl that's <laughs> older that's into equestrian into horses has the posters, has the weird like stuff that goes along with it. Every mm. single one of them. Well, Bella Hadid and Gigi Hadid, hot models, are very into horses. Yeah, they're hot. So And they got duped by the fire festival, so what's up? <laughs> Great point, Steve. Yeah. Do you think that you're the first person she's asked this to? Like I wonder if she's gotten turned down multiple times. Great question. She's, to to the strip club. she's making it seem like I am the first person she's asked. She was like, you know, what what this is kind of a crazy idea, but you know, she kind of framed it that way. What does she look <sighs> like? I know oh, that that man. shouldn't matter because I'm a personality person, but I guess my question is, do her photos look fake? Does she look like she could be a fake person? Interesting. No. Could they, this be a catfish I'm, type scenario? I'm definitely not being catfished. She's a very, what you would think I would match with on Tinder type of gal. Well, maybe ask her Normal. to like send you a Snapchat or something to confirm she's real. Oh, interesting. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. One of those Snapchats where they have the name on the piece of paper. I mean, look, you're talking to a catfish expert here. I love the show. Right. So uh, I hadn't even thought of that. Yeah. I can't what... wait till you get there, too, and it's like. You know, you walk in with her, and then like everyone there is like, "Oh, Ashley, welcome back!" Like, haven't seen you in a week or so. I'd be pissed. Am I okay to be pissed if that happens? <laughs> yeah, that'd be weird as hell. So you've already determined that you're going. You have to go. I have it, to go for the purposes the kind of, guy of this pod. I have to go. I don't yeah. know. I'm scared for you. I need to go. I'm going. But okay, can I run you through what I what my scenario, what I what I'd like to do once we get there, type of thing, like how I'm going to approach it? Because I'm still going to treat this like a first date. I'm going to try and be a gentleman, okay? At a gentleman's club. So I'm going to. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to call Uber. We will get there. Wait, hold on. Where are you meeting first? That hasn't been determined yet. So actually, that's a good call. We'll meet at a bar. Kind of near where the strip club is going to go. Listen, I'm from St. Louis. You're not going to any bars near where the strip club is. Okay, are. yeah. I They're... didn't know if we wanted to talk about you know, Oh, wait, the that's areas. a good point, Michelle. Like, where are the where in oh, the St. Louis area are the strip clubs? Are they not, like, great areas? They're on the imagine? other side of the river. Let me tell you something, Steve. I don't know what that means, strip but it clubs and, Okay, so, <laughs> so here, St. Louis, the, the St. Louis... Illinois border area is called the Metro East, okay? So you have downtown St. Louis, where the arch is, the Mississippi River. Then you have East St. Louis, then my hometown, Belleville, Illinois. Shout out, Belleville. What up? Love Belleville. In between there is literally kind of a remote town called Soje, and it's right across the river. And Soje, I mean, no disrespect, Soje. Anyone from St. Louis knows this to be true. Basically exists because it's a massive strip of strip clubs. There's like all these different strip clubs in Soja. So it's in between my hometown and East St. Louis. And as you know, East St. Louis, pretty dangerous place. So yeah. it's kind of like. Where Nelly's from? No, Nelly's from University City. What's up, you oh, city? Wow. Stand right. up. But anyway, so you're not. The only reason that you're going to this area is late at night to go to a strip club or during the day if you want the buffet. <laughs> Legs and eggs. So what you're saying <laughs> God, is, you. what you're saying is, we should pregame at a strip club near the strip club where I want to go. No, I'm saying you should meet her. Is she from this side of the, the Missouri side? She is from South City. Oh, well, <laughs> what, why? What, what is this? What is this? Uh, okay, so, oh, so I, you're just trying to think good. of a place. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, gears turn in here. I would just meet her at a bar first okay. to confirm that she's real, and will not have a pimp come out and shank you for your cash. <laughs> Then you can determine where you want to go. But also, let's be real. If you're going to take this girl to a surf club, if you've decided that this is a safe opportunity for you to go do this and get a story for this podcast, you do not want to go too early. True. The people that go there super early in the night is not really the type of crowd that's going to put this in a fun first date environment. So you're saying late pregame at the bar, sort of like a 9, 930 meetup drink for two hours-ish, yeah. then take the Uber over. Yeah, you're not okay. trying to go and hang out with the lifers at 8 p.m. <laughs> well, yeah, but then it gets call. really weird late night, too, though. No, right? but that's, that's when you want to be there, That's when it gets, like, dangerous. Okay, totally. but Okay, but let's pretend this is her first time actually going here. Let's pretend for a second here that she is telling me the truth. Don't you want to bring her there when it's the most lit so then she can fully experience a strip club? <laughs> This is all about you. This is not about her. <laughs> I'm trying to make this a good experience for her. What if she is my Mrs. Freeze Pops? I'm not coming to the wedding. <laughs> you need to you need to send Michelle like periodic text updates. Just You're not to know invited you to the wedding. Been, like abducted or something because that I'm. Like, oh wait, I, it, this is a little bit scary. Mm. I'm gonna be in Colombia, 
South America. So I oh, he cannot well. <laughs> he cannot confirm with me that he's alive. Right. Well, you can't text me either because I'm not going to respond. But okay. Text somebody. <laughs> I'll text my mom. There you go. You're yeah. going to tell your mom about this? <laughs> you know what? Well, she's going to listen to this podcast. Probably so she's not going to tell my mom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, you know what? That's actually funny because if you end up, if you do end up like dating her and who knows, yeah, if you end up marrying this girl, like <laughs> what, you're going to have to tell people that story. Yeah. I'll <laughs> like, probably play this for her. What's your first date? Well, that's interesting that you say that. Um, <laughs> well, maybe she's just super spontaneous and fun I and she her, just saw yeah, this as an opportunity. So, yeah, that's my follow up question then. At what point does it get weird? If you're going into it's weird this, now. it's weird now. It's totally weird now. But I mean, when you go into that scenario, yes. you kind of assume it's going to play out a certain way. At what point does it get over the line? If you go there with her, do you think she wants to walk in, just kind of observe and then leave? Do you think she wants to walk in and really participate? And at what point is a participation enough? Then do you just kind of look at each other and say, this was fun. Let's go. I don't really know how that ends. Mm. Like, like I said, I mean, I'm gonna, I'm gonna pay for cover. We're gonna go and we're gonna have our drink minimums. You have and to pay then... for cover. Oh yeah. So yeah, you might have to have a cover though. Sometimes there's no cover for girls. The one that I'm gonna go to has cover. Oh, so you've already okay. been. Yeah. Oh, I wonder. Well, I thought I may have told this story on the podcast, but when I went out the night before Thanksgiving in oh, the area, yeah, that's right. Yeah, went out to Country Rock. I guess I'll just name drop it. Uh, great spot out in Soje, and <laughs> this place is insane, Saruti. Like, the, the strip clubs out here are just a different breed of club than what we have in the Northeast. And I'm not calling myself this expert. I don't go to strip clubs all the time. I, I know it sounds like that, but from my experience, the strip clubs out here in St. Louis are insane. There was a mud pit. What? There was a straight mud pit with, with uh, dancers wrestling each other. And a full-size NASCAR drove onto the stage <laughs> in the middle of the night with Jesus. like a smoke machine with a gr- with a dancer on the hood of the car. Yo, St. Louis is weird. <laughs> <laughs> it was insane, Steve, dude. Steve, a lot of this bars. Is, so this is where I want to bring her. A lot of bars here close at one, and if someone says to you, "Let's go to the east side," that that literally only means go to a strip club. And so, a lot of people from the one to three o'clock sector of their night, they spend it at a strip club. <laughs> And they watch people mud wrestle. And- That's bleak. All right. <laughs> Yikes. Well, Tom, have fun. Well, back to your participation question. I think it gets weird if she wants to over-participate, if that makes sense. Definitely. Like, if she, Definitely. If, if it, again, if it's really she her first time and she just wants to, you know. What if she just, like, leaves you for a stripper? Well, that's what like, I mean. Yeah, actually, Tom, this isn't working out. If she, if she just does, like, you know, a private dance because she just wants to check it out, fine. More power to her. But if it becomes, like, multiple dances or if she's gone for a really long time, then I think it gets weird. This whole thing screams, <laughs> do not do it. I have No, nah, but you got to do it. Yeah, yeah, you got to do, do it, though. Yeah. Just for this podcast, I guess. Yeah. What if she wants to dance on stage? What if she's like, this is my song. I got to get up there. I support her fully. You have to yeah, at I feel that like point. Girls can do whatever they want at strip clubs. Like they're just, you know, they, they're just like, oh yeah, you know, here you go, dance on the stage, like do this, like you know, like it's she's she has free reign to basically do anything she wants. Whereas you know, <laughs> you have to be reserved. But very like said, well behaved. If she is gonna get, you know, if she's gonna get really into this, then you might have to just bounce. That this might be a ghosting <laughs> situation because like there's like obviously if you if she's enjoying it too much and you're just like this is weird, like you both know it's not gonna work out. You might as well just end it there. <laughs> You can't ghost a girl on her first time in quotes at a strip club. Yeah, you in can't East leave Louis. her there. If she's Steve. enjoying it, if it's she's loving it, if she's all about it, and she's just like ditching you, I'd be like, all right, I'm gonna go. This is not working out for me. Yeah, we're gonna. Uh, man, I'm excited now. Weird question, but okay. if you were a stripper, what would your stripper song be? It's kind of like a walk-up song in baseball, mm. right? Like, what would your Ooh. jam be? Sure, do you got one, or I-, I could go first here. Yeah, you go first. I just feel like yours is going to be really bizarre. That's why I asked this question. Okay. Yeah, the first one that comes to mind is Like a Virgin, Madonna. Oh, my God. What? I just think that's the ultimate stripper song because it's got that 80s vibe. Whenever I think strip club, I just think of the 80s. I don't know why. That's really weird. They all have a real 80s vibe to me. I think Atlanta. Oh, interesting. We're thinking <laughs> yeah, of two like, very I'm different types like, of strippers. Rihanna clothes. poured up. I'm thinking of like that the is a good one. I'm thinking of like the Bing from Sopranos. You know, they got all like the '80s music playing all the time, like the 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 dancers with the big hair. I don't know that that's the first one that comes to mind to me. Like a Virgin, Madonna. That would be my stripper song. <laughs> I think. I mean, like Pony by Genuine oh, would probably good be one. a good yeah, one. Yeah, that's a great you one. Know, Classic. That's that's probably. I mean, that's pretty straightforward. <laughs> 
Oh my yeah. God! Well, Godspeed, Tom. Yeah. Well, uh, I'll let you. I'll let you know how it goes, guys. Well, uh, well, as I mentioned, I won't be there to rescue you if this happens because I'm heading out of the country tomorrow. I'm going to Colombia mm-hmm. in South America. Well. Yeah. I, well, Steve, you're saying well because you think I'm gonna thaw it out again on vacation. <laughs> I mean, listen, I'm going to be careful because people get mad at me when I say things like that. So no, I'm no, well, you made a mess. I'm just going to say have a good time. Uh, are you going to judge me if I post a photo on a crop top? Uh, you know what? I will silently judge you. I will not <laughs> say it on the podcast because people get mad. By the way, not even judging, just just an observation. That's all it was. It was just an observation. <laughs> not, yeah, was, totally was, not judging. I was, happy, I was happy for you, but listen. You even, keep it to myself this time. You even said that, though. You very much clarified that you weren't judging. You were just used to me in a turtleneck, and here I yep. was living my best life on a boat in Italy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it was just different. I didn't take it as you judging me. Mm. But yeah, when I look at things in Colombia, it seems like it's very warm, and a lot of people don't wear a lot of clothes there. And it seems like everyone's really hot. Love that. Yeah, I mean, who like we were, we were talking about this a little bit before. Like, Shakira's a Colombian, right? Sofia Vergara. Yeah, Ooh. like there's a pretty good track record there. Yeah, um, a few girls from my high school were Colombian. They were all very beautiful. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yeah. Good contribution. They were. They were beautiful, beautiful <laughs> girls. Four Thank of them, you. two sets of sisters. They were actually nice. cousins. Um, they all <laughs> ended up moving to Texas randomly uh, <laughs> towards the end of my high school career. But, uh, you know what? Great, great we, Instagram follows. That's great well. information. We right spent there. so much time on that. <laughs> Do we need any of that? I love that it was. Yeah, they they actually moved to Texas. Yeah, uh, you know, one of them seems very happy in their relationship. I was wondering if they moved and if so, where? Yeah. So thank you, Texas, Greater Austin area. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Tom knows four hot Colombians. Yeah. Okay, great. But yeah, I'm kind of nervous about going on this trip because it's the first time in a long time that I've been to a place where I don't really speak the language and I don't know what to expect. Hmm. When I went to Italy, I had lived there for seven months. I speak enough Italian and a lot of places that you go to in Italy they speak English you know when I lived abroad when I studied abroad and I was my home base was in Italy if you go to Paris and you don't speak French a lot of people there know enough English to help you out and I don't really know what to expect out of Colombia I don't know if they know enough English nor do I expect them to I'm going to their country but I don't know any Spanish I've been trying to catch up on Duolingo the app and I'm not great at conjugation She's so like we'll Google see. Translate. There you go. Yeah, yeah, but we'll see. This will be interesting. I just I hope I don't get caught in a, in a troublesome spot where I can't talk my way out of it. So where are you staying though? Like what? Like what? What's the situation? We rented a house. It's a big group of us going. Oh, so we're, right. we're going to Cartagena first. We're flying in there, rented a house, and then we're gonna spend a couple days there. We're renting a boat. We're gonna do like a whole boat day, and then uh, we're hopping on a plane to Medellin. Ah. Oh, nice. You know what? One thing I know about that is from uh, Entourage. Oh, yeah. Well, I was going to say Pablo Escobar, obviously. That's true. Well, yeah. You know, and there's all this stuff about Pablo there, but they have a very complicated relationship with Pablo Escobar in Colombia. So um, I said to my friend who's living down there right now, I was like, oh, are we going to go to Pablo's vacation home? I heard it's a great place to get drinks. And she's like, "Mm, they don't. The natives here don't really like that. You know, they really they don't want to be known for Pablo Escobar. They want to be known for much more than that. I'm like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah. <laughs> fair, fair. Murdered fair. a lot of people. Fair. Big time drug dude. dealer. Yeah. We're being yeah. honest, you know. And I'm like, so does that, is that a no on the vacation home? Or like... Still pretty interested, though. <laughs> yeah, they still want to check it out, you know. Get yeah. in the full history. Totally. Also, um, this is going to be an interesting group because it's half of the people I went with Italy too, plus two new people. Mm. So that's always an interesting vibe too. You know, like I was in a wedding this past weekend and that it's kind of like when you're in a wedding. It's like someone's high school friends and college friends or wherever you fit in and you just hope that the whole group vibes together. Mm. But this wedding I went to was awesome. It was one of my best girlfriends from high school and I've never been in a wedding where the bridal party and or the bride's group and the groom's group got along so well. The, the party bus was like the best part. It was so fun. It was lit. It was lit. Did you get hammered? No, I know my voice suggests otherwise. Yeah, you're lying. I'm gonna say it sounds like you're struggling. I saw you ripping through some whiskey on the Instagram. That was not me. I was behind the camera. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not a fireball girl. I can't take shots. I'm not really a shots taker. Mm. But no, at any wedding I go to, I end up sounding like this because I sing at the top of my lungs with the band the entire time. Yeah. But no, there was an incident. We were partying on the bus, and then the photographer was kind of an artsy guy, and he was like, "Okay, we took some photos in Forest Park, gem of Saint." Louis and then he's like there's this parking garage downtown and I want to take you guys there and take photos and we were like 
All right. In a parking garage? In a parking garage. So we go right, there, cool. and it's kind of, it's not abandoned, <laughs> but it's in like a part of town you wouldn't necessarily expect to go for a wedding photo. Soje? No, we're not in Soje. <laughs> no, no. Uh, we were not at, what was it called? Cowboy or? Uh, the the uh, Country Rock. Country Rock. Yeah, not yeah. there. Not there. Okay. Uh, but we go in this parking garage, and it was cool, and the lighting in there was awesome. I'm sure the photos are going to turn out super great. But as we're walking, my heel got caught in kind of a divot in the concrete, and I went to fall back, and there were these wire cables behind me. And if I would have fallen, I would have really hurt myself, hit myself into a window, probably ripped my dress. And the groom caught me. He saved me. And everyone was like, oh, my God, you saved her. This could have been a disaster. And we were all, like, laughing about it. And then we are taking photos, and the photographer was like, what's that? We looked down, huge puddle of blood surrounding my foot. <laughs> Turns out I had cut my foot mid-fall and I had bled through my shoe and into the concrete and everyone starts freaking out. One of the groomsmen whips out a napkin. He comes over. He ties my toe like a tourniquet. <laughs> they get me to the bus where the grooms... Wait, it's that bad? Yeah, that bad. Literally blood through my shoe. And you didn't notice it? I, did, I couldn't even feel it. You know how That means it's really bad. Really how bad. How drunk were you already? I yeah, see, I'm drunk. telling you, you must have been hammered. <laughs> I, had had, I had had half of a drink. Oh, I wasn't so you even were- drunk. So you were hammered then. You had half a drink. Oh, shut up. <laughs> I know my tolerance what is, is How did low. you not feel it then? Were you just like hopped up on adrenaline? I don't even understand. Yeah, like, it was really cold outside uh, okay. and I wasn't wearing a coat or anything, open-toed shoes. And oh, it was just kind man. of one of those things. And so then we, they get me to the bus and his sister is uh, one of the, the groom's sister was a nurse and everyone was like tending to it. When we got to the reception, I had to get it like wrapped up and bandaged and I was kind of gimping around all night. <laughs> so that should be great for me going out of the country and having to walk everywhere gimping around. So I did sustain an injury. Jeez, okay. Does it still hurt uh... to walk on? Yeah, totally. (laughs) And it's one of those things where the wound is kind of healed, but since we were in a parking garage, I'm very concerned about germs. Mm, That's a good call. Did anyone sterilize the wound? Like, was there a doctor present? Or first all aid kit on the bus? A napkin. There was, was no a napkin. There was no first aid and no bactine. So we wrapped it up. Then when I got to the venue, we cleaned it out with soap and water. <laughs> And then later, right. when I got yeah, home, I put back. You drank, so you, you know your alcohol was in the system, cleaning your wound out. You're fine. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. So yeah, I could, I could end up losing my foot. There could be. <laughs> I was gonna know. say, then you can get some weird thing in Colombia, and all yeah. of a sudden, like you gotta get airlifted back to the states. <laughs> totally. I would hate for that to happen. How did this affect your performance on the dance floor? Not at all. Crushed it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Yeah, self-proclaimed best wedding date. Here we yeah, trust yeah. me. Cuts her leg off. Didn't even, Still a great date. Didn't stop me. Still had a great time. <laughs> made it to the after party and the after after. Actually, I didn't make it to the after after party. That's a lot. I don't mean oh. this to be like. I don't mean this to be like mean or prying, but like, did you? You went solo. Solo. Yep. Mm. Which like you know, it's probably you know pretty dope because like. How many? What was it? But what was like the single scene there? Like, is there like is it? Because it's always uh, weird meeting people at weddings, especially a wedding like where it's a lot of your friends. Like, you know, a lot of the people already. Yeah. So normally I would have brought someone, but this was my best girlfriend from high school, and it's all of our girlfriends from high school and all of our guy friends from high school were there too. So it was literally like a high school reunion, and some of my guy friends are single, some of my girlfriends are single, and it was more like I didn't want to have to take care of anybody i didn't want to have to be like oh hey these introduce people i just wanted to show up hang out with my friends and have an awesome time and it was honestly like a high school reunion except better because you didn't have to talk to anybody you didn't want to talk to yeah it's only the people that you want it's only the people that you want so i would say there was you know 25 30 of us from high school there it was great that sounds amazing it was so fun so yeah went solo so there was no one there to kind of help with the foot issue uh but my friend austin also yes, single coach who, frage what's up that's my guy who tom oh, knows up, and loves he was there solo too and he helped me out for sure yes yeah oh man i love that guy I, as soon as you said the high school reunion thing i was like oh yeah coach frage was there that's my guy <laughs> See, I'm, yeah i'm a bell bell guy man what's the name of your high school it's Altoff, like a, Altoff. there we go altoff class of you know whatever year it was that's me okay so i'm getting ready to go on this trip obviously as i mentioned and it's Kind of a journey. You know, it's not easy to get anywhere internationally from St. Louis. I have a few legs. I was looking yesterday, and I was like, all right, I need to download a show. This is a perfect time to relax on the plane, start a new show. And I couldn't find a new show to download, so I'm going to ask you about that in a second. But in my search for a new show, I started watching Leaving Neverland, the Michael Jackson documentary. Oh, I've heard about it. On yeah. HBO, and holy 
you know what? It is intense. And between that and abducted in plain sight, I'm just oh like, what is with parents? I mean, listen, I'm not putting did the- Did talk about abducted in plain sight? No, we did. I Steve, Okay, hold on. All right. I'll let you finish, then we got to talk about it. We've got to talk about abducted <laughs> in plain sight. So, Steve, I- and the type of person, if I start a book, I finish it. If I start a show, I see it all the way through, even if I don't like it. I could not finish Abducted in Plain Sight. I was yelling at the TV. Spoiler alert for anyone who hasn't seen it. It's an absolutely insane story about this little girl who gets abducted by her family friend. And I, when they, the parents started talking, Steve, have you seen it, Tom? No. Okay. Now ruin it for me. It's fine. Again? I'll see, yeah, I'll see it. Yeah. I'll see it again. Like, what Eventually. are the parents doing Letting all of this happen. Uh, dumb. They're I, dumb. I couldn't get through dumb. it. I, don't I care was. If that's mean. No, I was so angry. So kind of the same thing happens in Leaving Neverland, the Michael Jackson doc, without revealing too much to those who haven't seen it. In both documentaries, documentaries, documentaries. Yeah, you said it right all three times. <laughs> yeah, what? <laughs> you should leave all of those in. You I'm said it right to... all three times. Documentaries. Documentaries? Documentaries. Hey, listen, it's 10.53. We got up at like three to do the show. We're we're always running on fumes during this. It's just my voice is so raspy that yeah. nothing sounds right in my head. But Michelle's playing injured here. I'm really struggling today, you guys. But anyway, in both scenarios. Documentaries. In, in both films. Scenario? 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 The parents were like, oh, yeah, this adult male wanted to sleep in bed with my child. And we said, sure. <laughs> it was and, for therapy. Oh, man. And, and abducted in plain sight, this guy gets busted with a young girl, has to, air quotes, go to therapy and tells this family, part of my therapy is that I need to sleep in bed with your young daughter. And they're like, oh, okay, totally. Also build a wall. <laughs> Also in, build in a her wall. room to give her her own room. Yeah. And then the same thing in, in the Michael Jackson doc. These two kids that come forward about what happened to them, their parents get invited to Neverland and the whole family's there. And it's like, oh, we, you know, Michael's like, I want, you know, Wade to sleep in my room. And they're like, okay. And they're saying like, yeah, we thought it was kind of weird. But then it's like Michael Jackson. And you're like, what? This guy, this adult male, invites you, a family, who he doesn't know, to his compound because he likes your kid, and you're going to let your kid sleep in bed with him? Not once, but for many months after that. I just, I'm not blaming the parents. Obviously, the predator is is the problem here, but I'm just like. I mean, we could blame the parents. Yeah, yeah, you can. You can totally blame the parents. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't know. That's pretty stupid. It's both of their faults, but it's especially the predator's fault, obviously, for being the predator. But, like, you're... You gotta be smarter than that, and I haven't seen either one. I obviously know the Michael Jackson story, but I'm with Saruti here, and I will hear his take in a second, but morons. I'm just like, how do you rationalize that in your head? Yeah. How We talk about the strip club thing, red flag with you. This is not a red flag. This is a sea of red flags. Yeah. This is like, there's no green. No, it this, is all this red. This is a mushroom cloud. Yes, a mushroom cloud of red flags. And, you know, the parents in the Michael Jackson thing talk a lot about just being so starstruck. Like, Michael Jackson was the biggest thing in the whole world. And they say he was so weird that he, he was like a little kid himself. And so they thought, oh, here's just a guy who has this weird childhood complex and wants to hang out with kids. And I don't know. Anyway, Steve, please tell us your thoughts on Abducted in Plain Sight because I could not get through I still haven't finished it. Yeah, I mean, the, I mean, I don't know how much we want to... What do we want to do spoiler-wise here? Because it's just Spoiler. It. Hold on. Spoiler. If you haven't seen it and you want to, dip out now. And Fast forward to the end yeah, for the review. Come back in like four minutes. Right. All yeah. right, Steve, go ahead. <laughs> All right, so freaking B is the guy who oh, is like the second dad who's like the pedophile guy. Yeah, and B. So he Her abducts, bitch. you know, he abducts this the oldest of the this other family's children, and they were the two families are very close, uh, and obviously, like he takes her to Mexico, he wants to marry her, he makes up this whole scheme of like why they're abducted by aliens, they need to repopulate the earth, it's it's insane. But the, there's two crazy things. One of them, I don't even want to talk about. And the other one is when the the literally her mom, the girl who's who was abducted, her mom after he after she was abducted had an eight month affair with the guy that abducted her daughter. What? I didn't even get to that like, part. Oh my! Oh my God! She literally had an eight month affair with B with the Wait. with with the pedophile that abducted her daughter. Knowing that B took her. Knowing yes, knowing, knowing that, that. B she took was Jan? like oh he was charismatic and blah 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 like. It, well, the, they had made out parents, before the like, That's the thing. Like, I don't care. Like, obviously, B is a horrible person and whatever, and has a ton of issues. But like, the parents are insane, and 
I, like, I don't even know, like, I don't know what they got for doing this this documentary. Maybe they got paid. Who knows? They probably did. But I don't know what it would take to admit that I was that dumb and that bad of a parent, like, to put that on blast for all Netflix people to see, because they are awful people. Like, they were just terrible. Like, and it wasn't even, like, like they're, they're, like sometimes ignorance is, is worse than anything, because they just completely overlooked all these d- things that were happening, and... So, all right, so that's interesting. Did you get to the thing with the dad and B? Oh, I was just going to say, you want to talk about getting paid. After the dad revealed what he did with B in the car, I yeah, said, I mean, this guy's got to be getting paid for this because I would never admit that to anybody in my it's life. Absurd. It's absurd. Like, and what he said I, I questioned if, question if it was real or not. I'm like, there's no way that this guy, you know, what? Do, I don't even know what we could do on this podcast. but So basically, B says... I'm not having relations with my wife. Come take a drive with me to the dad. And the dad's like, all right, like, we'll talk about it. And then they get there and he's like, I need relief. Oh, no. And the dad's (laughs) like, so I reached over and relieved. This is like. Can I say this on this pod? I don't even know. And everyone at home watching is like, are you serious? Like, (laughs) what? And meanwhile, the mom's already made out with him. And the dad's in the car. And then he's using all of that to get at this little girl, Jan. And then he abducts her in a van, in an RV, after he slept in her bed for months. Yep. With the parents knowing, abducts her. She wakes up. First of all, he drugs her. Then she wakes up to this tape recorder playing this thing, being like, you're an alien. And you're abducted by aliens, saying you have to hook up with B to, like, save the world. Yeah, it's like one of the... It's the most insane thing I've ever seen. I'm I couldn't not, even finish it. I was so angry. I'm not so going to watch this. I was so angry. I couldn't even Honestly, finish like, it. I, it, it's, it is interesting. Like, I don't, it was so, like, horrible. I mean, it was obviously, like, wild, but it was so horrible that I don't even know if, I, if I'm if i happy that I watched it. Like, yeah. it was so, it was so ridiculous. I'm, like, legitimately feeling, like, and I'm not, ju- like, I'm feeling, like, ill, like, ta- like Oh, wait till this. you see it. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to watch it. Little girl. You're I don't want to like, watch that. And you know she was uh, she was uh, like she was like the most normal person in the show. Too. Yeah, totally. Ugh. I will ask you this, Steve, because I didn't finish it. Does she have a relationship with her parents now? I think so. Yeah, that one would be tough. Correct for me, me if I'm wrong, but they like, were all in it, obviously. And- like, hey, mom, you're really gonna sleep with my captor for eight months? That doesn't seem cool. <sighs> hey, Dad, I- the car, really? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God. it was. I'm like shook. Was, uh, this is gross. It was as weird as anything that I've ever seen. And uh, that that was a true story. Yeah, this is not fiction. This actually happened. Where was it? Like Idaho or something? Someplace weird. Utah, maybe. And then you know, there's religion involved, so who knows where you even get into that? It was like some weird kind of cult thing. I don't even. And know I watch that. a lot, as we mentioned, a lot of Dateline, and I could not get through this. Mm. Yeah, you, that's a lot. You guys just laid a lot out there. So anyway, back to my original question: What should I watch on the plane? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yeah, not you anything that on the like that. Jesus, <laughs> I know. And then I thought, watch something funny. Well, th- binge The Office again. Have you watched for The like Office? the 90th time? Yeah, do that. No, don't do that again. So I was thinking, 30 Rock. maybe Narcos because I'm going to Columbia. Okay. But then I was like, is that too a little too cliche? Cliche, yeah, kitschy. It is pretty cliche, yeah. But then what else? I was looking through Netflix and HBO. And I was looking for like a lighthearted, fun yeah. type show, maybe, and I couldn't find one that I really wanted to land on. Okay, you ever watched you're not, Curb Your Enthusiasm? Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. So that's you're cool. not a Game of Thrones first. I just rewatched the whole <laughs> series the second time around. Yeah, I'm I have, on season five right now. Okay, can I run through a couple things with you? Yeah, absolutely. I love it. Tom, you need to watch it. Nope. Morally yeah, opposed. Yeah, actually, people who are like opposed to it um, I tried it. Have we are talked annoying. About this? I think- I think they're going out of their way to like not be like they, like it's cool for them to not be you know. In I on agree. Game of Thrones. It's like oh, I don't watch Game of Thrones. I've Ugh. even got my mom in on Game of Thrones, so she was like, "I need a new show," and I'm like, "Mom, Game of Thrones, it's great." She goes, "Michelle, I heard it was smutty," and I was like, <laughs> "That's a great word." I was like, "Well, she's not wrong, but like <laughs> yeah, she's I was not say, right." She's kind of right. And it's then she, I was like, way. "No, no, mom, it's so much more than that. It's a power struggle. It's got familial stuff. It's got romance." She's like, "But I heard there's dragons." I'm like, but the dragons aren't <laughs> overbearing. And then my mom. Yeah, the people that are like, oh, I'm not into fantasy stuff. And you're like, yeah, but it's not, it's not, that's just like, it, that's not the entire show. It's more right. about like politics and like power. And, it's all about power and, and strategy. There's dragons in the background. It's all about yeah. strategy. And so anyway, she ended up binging it and loving it. And if so, if my mom, who thought it was smutty, can like it, Tom, so can you. <laughs> I watched the first season and didn't enjoy it. It's just not for me, guys. I don't know what to tell you. All you right. saw what happened at the end of season one, and you were just like, meh, pass. Yep. Wow. You, I don't even know you anymore. <laughs> Sorry, guys. 
I didn't enjoy it. All right. I don't like fantasy, so it's not fantasy. It is kind of. But anyway, Steve, do you agree? Second time through, much better, much more enjoyable. It is. It's much better. I, I, I'm so happy that I'm doing this because this is actually Maddie, my wife's first time watching it all the way through. Oh, wow. Um, Because she started watching, I believe, in season seven, season six or seven. And so we, what, what happened was we watched the first season and then we didn't have enough time. So she binge watched, she, she watched like a 15 minute recap of the next six seasons and then started watching season seven. Oh, wow. Uh, which, which, yeah. So this is her first time watching actual ep- all the episodes. Like, she knows, like, things and knows what happened and was caught up, but had, hadn't actually seen everything. But for someone who's already seen it, to see it the second time, you catch up on so many more things. I have so many different observations. I have so many different feelings about characters. Same. Like, I, oh, wait, like, I, I have hate a whole Arya's storyline. I have a whole thing to run through with you that I want to get your take All right, on. All right. So, who do you think, now the second time through, who's the best character? My vote was Elena Tyrell. Okay. Uh, oh, see, I feel like everybody likes her. She's, I mean, she's great. She's a great character. I've always, and I always get shit for this, but I've, I always like Jorah. I just, I like that he's oh, flawed he's and I he's like great. that he's loyal. My friends always make fun of me because, like, Jorah's my favorite. I just think Jorah's a good dude. Yes, I know he sold people into slavery. Mm-hmm. He obviously realized it was a problem, mm-hmm. but he's very loyal to Danny and is a very smart person. Plus, he greets, he, he beats Grayscale. What's up? Although that was with help from Sam. Yeah, um, he's kind of my favorite character. Sneaky worst character in the show is. Is she, well, it's not even sneaky. Shay is the worst character in the show. She's oh my god, she's worse than Joffrey. She's she's the worst. She's not worse than Joffrey, but for sure top three. She's, she's worse a, than Joffrey because at least Joffrey is a terrible person. Shay is dumb and a terrible person. No, Shay is heartbroken and lashes out at Tyrion. She's terrible. Don't get me wrong. I'm hooking up with her with his dad. Yeah, and calling no. him my and then, lion. Oh, no, Can no, you no, believe no, that? No, no. I yeah. know. I mean, I'm it's so it, mad. it was it was the it was the worst. It was the second worst thing that, that happened in the show. It was a bad opinion. betrayal. It was a bad betrayal. Okay, who do you think would be the best hang? My vote was for Tormund, the wildling. Don't you think Tormund best would just hang. be awesome? Yeah. He's got yep. that wild yeah, beard. He would, I mean, you would black out for sure. And he'd probably get in a fight, he, but he'd win. It'd be a great story. I know everyone's going to say Bronn because Bronn's the guy that drinks and parties. Yeah. You're going to go out with Tormund. He's going to be your guy, your roll dog. You're going to have an awesome night together for sure. Get a late night snack. Great stories. Bronn's such a wild card. You could go out drinking with him and he'll steal all your gold and probably your girl. Just he has no loyalties, whereas Tormund does. I mean, obviously Tyrion would be a great person to go out with just because he's got a ton of money and he drinks a lot and right. he's like witty and smart and fun. Um, I'm trying to think if there's like some wild card that I would want to. Hmm. I, I see. I'm I'm more into like the mysterious people. Like, hmm. um, like I don't know. I'm trying to think of who would be good to go out with besides Tyrion because like a lot of people are too too uptight. There's many. There's way too many people that are uptight. Cersei, um, super uptight. Cersei's uptight. Uh, why am I blanking on his name? The, the guy from Dorne that, that gets his head exploded. Oh, um, Oberyn, Prince He'd Oberyn. Be fun. Oberyn. Oberyn would be fun to go out with, um, just because he doesn't. He gives zero bleeps. About he everything. would be he at the strip is club like with balls Tom. to the wall at all times. Yeah, uh, he would be. Uh, he's my answer. He's my answer before he died. So okay. Rest in peace. Uh, R.I.P. Oberyn. All right, I have three more. Who do you think endured the worst? Because every player that is still on the board has had to go through unspeakable tragedies and drama to get there. My vote is for Sansa Stark. She has to survive. I was just going to say sneaky Sansa. It's Sansa. Everyone's going to say, oh, Cersei, like all her kids died. But Sansa survived Joffrey, Ramsay, and Littlefinger, the three most evil characters that have been on the board. I'm just at the part two where she's she she goes to meet Roose Bolton and is gonna marry Ramsay and I'm just like oh. I can't even believe that I can't even believe she was talked into why this is okay. I like, know she literally is asked to marry into the family that murdered her family. I know, and betrayed by Littlefinger by Littlefinger who's supposed I mean, to be it her is, protector. It is exactly exactly it is it, it's it's probably because she because she was the one that had to stick it out in king's landing when all after all the shit went down like Arya just kind of got to go and leave and i know it was hard for her but she wasn't around she wasn't around the people that killed her dad all the time and was right. constantly being ridiculed um, yeah she didn't have to go and see her dad's head on a spike yeah it's sansa best couple my vote is for jamie and brianna of tarth i mean they have lady gaga bradley cooper chemistry i mean i know they haven't hooked up yet but he needs to ditch cersei i know she's pregnant with his child spoiler alert but like he loves brianna of tarth and she loves him back and i just think that in any other world they would find a way to be together i mean i would go with um john and and uh ygritte 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 oh yeah yeah 
Yeah, Gigret, that's good. Whatever too. her, yeah, however you pronounce Gigret. that. I would go with those two, just because like I, they clearly loved each other. Mm-hmm. It just wasn't going to work out, and you know they both had several opportunities to kill each other too, and didn't. <laughs> um, so they're they to me are the most interesting couple. I wish that we got to see more kind of of that, but obviously we did not. Well, they're married in real life. Uh, I know, which which makes my wife much happier because after <laughs> after she died in the show, she was like, "Well, thank God they're married in real life." Cause it's totally. So uh, I'm like, yeah, it actually does kind of make me feel better. Who do you think is a hotter couple, Kyle Drogo and Khaleesi, or Jon Snow and Khaleesi? Uh, Jon Snow and Khaleesi. Oh, I was never a Kyle Drogo fan. Oh my god. I mean, I Kyle Drogo's bad. You know. I mean, listen, he's obviously a good-looking guy. He's jacked. He's a huge um, man. I didn't necessarily love his leadership tactics, and I think John is a much better leader, so that's probably why I lean that way. Listen, um, Khal Drogo, he leads the Dorthraki with intimidation. That's why his braid is so long. He kills that many people. But that's also why he died, though, you know, like because he, he was dumb. Totally. And, and you know, and listen, John also died. <laughs> so he, he came had back to life. the benefit of being able to come back, but it wasn't necessarily his fault. Um well, so, yeah, but yeah. Khal Drogo's. Pe- well, actually, there's a lot of parallels there because both of their people turned on them. Yeah, but the, that's what the, that's what the um, the Dothraki do, though, right? Because it was his fault that he walked into that into that sword. Like he didn't have to do that. Yeah, reckless. And then boom, gets infected. Like that's dumb. Like John, is this my toe? Am I gonna? Like, I'm just saying, you're, it's it's dangerous. Like you're gonna don't don't find some like witch doctor who's gonna you know make put you in like a meditative state. I would go to the gypsy lot. though to cure me. That was the yeah, guy that, that burned. That was the guy that burned the dude's face off with the gold, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, see, I yes, did watch. Yes. Yeah, you're right. See? Yes. This is this is credibility. Follow move. Yeah. I, I, need to I put did this out there that. just because I think he I don't, I don't think he gets enough respect. The my my the I think the best character in the show, I, obviously Jorah is my favorite character. Mance Raider is the man, and I'm so mad that he died because I just saw him die again, and yeah. it's so sad. He is just I everything that he stands for is just like how I feel about everything. He's just he's he is a great great guy. You so, are the Mance Raider of this podcast. So I took a quiz once about like you know who are you blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Obviously got Mance Raider. He's the man. Oh my god, I want to take the quiz. I wonder who I am. Probably Danny. Buzzfeed quiz. I'm trying to think of who would you be. Well. Either Danny, you kind of would be Danny, actually. Yeah, yeah it's good because you're like, you know, you are, you do have like kind of like a mean streak in you in, in a good way. Like you're not, you know, you're I won't not take soft. any crap. Like you, yeah, like you are going to push back. You are a leader. Um, I could see that. I could see that because you're not, you're not like, but you, I have a you know, soft not, side, like Danny. Not Cersei. Yeah, exactly. I, I you would do, totally you the break the chains. Worlds. I would break the chains. Yep. Um, yeah, I can't be. You do things for the right reasons, even though they don't. It, like it may not work out, but you do them for the right reasons. You stick to your, you know, to your, to your, to your guns. I respect that. Thank wow, you. really? Gassing you don't really have like mean. You know, like you, you, you know when to be mean, but right. you're not mean. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're not. You're not just like Cersei's just mean, but you're also not like soft. Like well, Sansa now, Sansa in the later seasons has grown up and she's become a much better character. Early Sansa was terrible. Oh my god, and I, hated I her granted, Sansa. I know she was in terrible situation, but she, she sometimes some of the decisions she make, you're just like, what are we doing here? Totally. <laughs> All right, last one, Steve. Who should sit on the Iron Throne? Uh, I mean, the easy answer is Danny, um, but I'm gonna say Tyrion because I think he would be the best to do it, even That's though I don't think pick. it's gonna happen. I yeah, think Tyrion I mean, I think too. He, he's clearly. I, but he, here's what's gonna happen. This, and I'll love to get your thoughts on this too, because I, like my friends all think something crazy is gonna happen. I actually don't think the end's gonna be that crazy. Um, like I, I, I don't know. I know the show prides itself on not being predictable and having like you, you never know what's gonna happen, but like. And I know we're heading right towards uh, Danny sits on the Iron Throne. Jon Snow obviously is involved, and so is Tyrion. And I, I imagine not all, not everyone's going to survive, and it's not going to work out that way. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I don't know. Like who else? Like the like the 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 Night King's not going to win, right? Because no, that would that would ruin win. everyone's mood. Would so he, it's not going to be him. Um, Do you want to hear my conspiracy I, theory? I, it could be Jon. Yeah, I want to hear it. Okay. So remember how Tyrion. First of all, Tyrion would be the best ruler. He's level. I mean, sober Tyrion. He would. If he's drunk, no way. Well, um, or if he's visiting the brothels, no way. He has to really keep a clean lifestyle. But he would be a great leader. So you know how Tyrion, uh, his mom died at childbirth, giving birth to him. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be some sort of twist because everyone assumes it's going to be Danny. She's obviously heading full force towards that. I think she's pregnant with Jon Snow's baby, and she is going to die giving childbirth. And that Tyrion's going to sit on the throne and that identify so many threads between him and this new baby. And he's going to mentor the baby to eventually run the Iron Throne. Yeah. I mean, that that's like a interesting. deep, deep conspiracy theory that I just came up with off the top of my head. Tyrion, little guy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's well, a good so What happens to John in this situation? 
I just think he'll be too devastated, and I don't think he wants to sit on the Iron Throne. He doesn't want to be a leader. Everyone's anointed him as a leader because he's such mm. a good guy. But I think he's in love with Danny. If she dies giving childbirth, he'll be the hand, run the army, and support Tyrion and his son. But I don't think he wants that responsibility. I think he's like, yo, I've already died once. I want to just chill and like raise my son. <laughs> I don't want to die again. Yeah, I mean, did I just the whole it? wild card in this is. Is is Bran because like what is Bran's what what Bran's role is and obviously there are a million different theories on what Bran is whether or not he may be the Night King or who all oh, this whole this whole deal uh, Bran builder blah, 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 blah. no I love Bran I Bran is Bran oh my see, god he's so Miley's, monotone and he's I know but his, but he has the most interesting Seen it all you're you're right it is he you know three eyed Raven blah 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 all this stuff like because I am so not into Arya's storyline especially now when they go to like the the what is the the house of black and white or whatever yes, and she, does, she comes she comes she comes knowing i hate faces get out of here so boring um <laughs> but i do think like bran i don't i'm just interested to see what his role is in all of this like because he's obviously um you know we know it's gonna be big we know he has he has so much power at his at his fingertips and who knows if he got it too early but i'm just so interested to see what his where his path kind of takes him in the last season uh, well, we'll have to find out. Starts in April. This will become a Game of Thrones pod. Tom, you have time to catch up. Maybe instead of going on strip club dates, you can stay at home and watch Game of Thrones. All right, listen, I've been watching Sopranos, as Bernie Show listeners may know. Uh, love the show. That's what I've been spending my time watching. Saruti, have you ever watched Sopranos? No, oh, I've watched it. Yeah, yeah. I like. Smallman's a big it. Sopranos fan as well. So love it. give me some cred there. It, yeah. Polly Walnuts, my guy. You know what time it is. Call to action. If you haven't already, head to Apple Podcasts, search for Small Talk, subscribe to it, rate it, preferably five stars, and leave a review. Like this guy, B. Creech, subject line, Sir Saruti. Huh. Usually it's Sir Rudy. Sir Sir Rudy, five stars. Small Talk is great now, but we want more Saruts. Steve, start your own pod. Whoa. So leave our pod and start his own? I guess that's what B. Creech wants. That's kind of messed up. Yeah, we're, we're he's on, on our pod. He has another pod too. He's he's on like eight pods. He doesn't need his own pod. Honestly, Steve is a star and would be great in any format. I would love to see him lead his own pod. But yeah, in addition to this, he's on Rosillo's pod. He's often moonlighting on soccer pods. He's executive producer of the Will Kane show doing that pod. I mean, I just don't think he has time for another pod. No. He has another soccer pod. He does. He's on another soccer. Yeah, pod. with his friends. Yeah, I don't he's know how everywhere. often they do it, but they probably think about it a lot. That's mental energy. Totally. So. I, I think they do it. We should know that. Are we bad friends? No, because I see him tweet it from time to time. I just don't know if they do it every week. I don't know if they do it consistently every week. We're bad week. friends. I subscribed, though. I listened. Yeah. It's on SoundCloud. I subscribed. I also listened when Steve was the guest on the other soccer podcast. He's I, great. I listen to all of Saruti's content. I am Team Saruti. All of us are. Yeah. I mean, that's why I listen to Ryan's podcast. Sorry, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm really not even exaggerating. I will say this. Uh, when Steve's on Russell's podcast, he throws down great takes. He comes ready. He's for sure. ready to go. Because he knows it's like Ryan goes on a 10-minute rant about the NBA, and then he goes, Saruti, assess. And Saruti's like ready to go. Yeah. So The magic minute? Locked and loaded. Kills yeah, it. Magic minute. Listen, we love Saruti here, so of course if he had his own podcast, we'd listen. And we want more of Saruti too, but, you know, busy guy. I just don't know. You know, he has a wife and. Uh, he's a wife, a dog, a cat. I was gonna say a he, home, an animal family, like eight jobs, friends. He's got to go to Mumford and Sons concerts. He's <laughs> Social going to, life, he's going to which Beck we this don't summer. have. Like, come on, there's no time for that. <laughs> he's going to Beck this summer. All right, with his new friend. Yeah. Uh, Shine Tastic review. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, title, Small Talk and PSP always have A-plus content, five stars. Hmm. Having been a fan of SVP and Rosillo back in the day, I followed this family tree all the way to PSP and now to Small Talk. Love it. Always working a similar schedule in production for morning news. It's always cool to hear what's happening behind the glass. There's always A-plus content on this pod and great guests. Midwest Michelle, Freeze Pops, and Quinnipiac Steve never disappoint. P.S. Freeze Pops nailed the death row meal. I would have my grandmother's cheesecake for dessert, though. A-1 is the best condiment, hands down. Wow. I did not expect that P.S. Cheesecake is good. And again, not a big sweets guy, but I do love cheesecake. Um, We know you're lying. You know, that's an interesting take that they are a media person and they they enjoy the podcast because we kind of talk sort of behind the glass-esque almost every episode. Yeah. So I wonder what the analytics are as far as our listenership. Like how many people that listen to us also work media jobs? I feel like that would be an interesting kind of poll to take here. Based on the numbers, I would guess not that many. 
Inter- well, I don't know. I mean, well, the percentage of people listening to this podcast cannot be that many media people. No, Trisha, I'm sure it's people. not a high percentage per se, but I'd be curious to know how many people also, you know, work in news, work in yeah. newspapers, other radio stations that kind of, you know, sympathize with the, the the stupid things that we complain about that, like, we all know aren't that big a deal. Like, oh, we wake up early every day. You know, they, they're all like, yeah, so do we. You know, so I, I'm curious, you know, if, if you work, if you also work in news, let me know. I'd be interested. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe that's me being kind of a media nerd, but I, I'd be curious to know if there's others out there like, uh, you know, Spaztastic or whatever their name was. Shine-tastic. <laughs> not Spaztastic. Don't insult our listeners. Shine-tastic's a good name. But I will say this. Last week, someone said you had fire takes. This week, someone said they loved your death row meal. Yeah. People coming around to Tommy Free Spots. I know. Seriously. Maybe my co-host should hop on board. Keenan and Kel. Going to eat some steaks before we die. I don't know. Seems like I got a little momentum here. (laughs) Thank you to those reviewers, and thank you all for listening. And, of course, thank you to Tom and Steve. We will be back in action next week with them. A little PSP action. We are working on a big guest, a celebrity guest. Uh, And it'll be one of those group interviews if we get it done, scheduling permitted. But we'll definitely be back in action next week with those guys. I'll have stories from South America. But until then, good night, Boston. Thanks for listening to Small Talk. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts or the Podcast One app.